Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael Reed on LMFM. It's eight months now since uh, the Guerin report into the ongoing drug problem in uh, Drogheda and uh, the surrounding areas was published uh, back in January. Uh, it's over six weeks since the implementation uh, on how that uh, report would be uh, uh, would happen uh, since that report was published I- itself. And what's happened? Uh, well, not a- an awful lot, uh, but uh, progress uh, is beginning to be felt, or at least that's what we're being told, or that's what we were being told by local TD Fergus O'Dowd on the program yesterday. Well, the promise is actually one hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, to the red door, yeah. and, mm. and and that's number one, and that is top priority. But they for got me. sixty thousand nine and a half months after well, the report. I, they got sixty thousand. I accept that, Michael. And the family and addiction service have nothing. Yeah, no, no, I don't disagree with you at all. I I fully support uh, the red door, and I have fully supported mm. them. And while everything is not perfect, Michael, uh, the fact is that that a significant investment will be made in the red door, and it's part and parcel of the accountability of the Gearing report. And the second point is that they're committed to having reports every six months. So all of the queries in relation to the Red Door uh, will be will have to be put in the public domain. So mm. there's no there's no escape from the commitment. Okay, that's uh, Fergus O'Dowd speaking to us on uh, the programme yesterday. Progress is slow, it has to be said. Two people uh, have uh, been appointed to oversee this. And uh, as we were hearing yesterday, a full-time coordinator is about to be employed uh, but little has been done in terms of providing the funding uh, that was promised in uh, the Gearing recommendations to the groups that are working on the front line with those who are dealing with addiction problems. Uh, Let's talk to Louise Mahoney who's manager with the Red Door Project and Jackie McKenna who's the project manager with the Family Addiction Support Network. Good morning to both of you and thank you indeed uh, for joining us. As we heard yesterday uh, and indeed as we heard some six weeks ago from uh, the Minister, the Government uh, managed to raise some money from dormant funds uh, which provided 60,000 I think to the Red Door Project. I'm sure uh, that was welcome money, Louise, uh, but uh, it falls short of uh, the funding on a, a permanent footing uh, that uh, is recommended in this report to you. Yeah, um, actually, we are we're in a, in a sort of a good position at the moment in that we, we are expecting some, we're, we're at the very end process of getting, um, of getting some money, <laughs> finally. Mm. So uh, things are good. We actually we actually haven't received money as yet, but it's oh. it's, it's in the post, if you like. So we're just we're just literally um, getting the last the last step over the line. That's so, the sixty thousand, is it? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a, so that, that's a that's a surprise uh, because I think the minister some six weeks ago was uh, very happy to tell us that you had received uh, sixty thousand and that yeah, in I, time I, I, that yeah. one hundred and fifty thousand extra a year would be made available to you. Well, that's the hope. Now um, we, we we haven't, but we, we're sort of just about to sign on the dotted line, if you like, for for. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not even 100% sure exactly what it is. It's not 150, I'll tell you that. But um, we're, we're, we're going in the right direction. And I'm kind of, I'm so relieved that we are going in somewhat the right direction that I, I'm nearly afraid, <laughs> afraid to scupper it because, we, you know, as you said, like this has been a hugely under-resourced mm. area for a long, long, long time. 150 is brilliant. It's not going to cut mm. the mustard at all. But, we, we, you know, we'll take anything we're given at this stage. But I suppose it's very important to say that, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of work that we need to do retrospectively as well. There's, there's been big, massive gaps in the services in, in Loud for a very long time. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of under-resourcing across the board. So I'm just going to speak to, speak to the addiction part. And we, you know, we need to put people into place very, very quickly and start working on the ground very quickly in order to sort of just even plug the plug the gaps a little bit, you know. So um, we're waiting with bated breath to, to get the money. Mm. But we're, we are getting it. I have to say the Department of Justice, it's the first time I've ever dealt with the Department of Justice and I have to say it, it's been... It's been a very positive experience in, in that the communication is good. They come back to you in a timely fashion. They, they, they seem to actually understand where we're trying to move things and are, are happy to do it. Now, obviously, 150 is a tiny amount and we haven't mm. received it yet, but... It's, it's going the right way. That's all I can say at okay, the moment. <laughs> okay. I sense you're being pragmatic. Uh, I am. I am. <laughs> I am being pragmatic, but uh, at the same time, it's true. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we, are, yeah, we yeah. are. It's the first time no, in a long that, time I'm having that, a conversation with anyone about money. Put yeah, it like that. <laughs> that's very good. No, And that is very good. Uh, it's a little bit different, though, than the conversation we had with Heather Humphreys, uh, who's the Minister for Justice, uh, who, if I remember correctly, had told us uh, that 60,000 had been made available to yourselves. Yeah. Six no, weeks and ago. I know because mm-hmm. I didn't. I I mm-hmm. didn't know where you got that number. Uh, see, I was on holidays, and then mm-hmm. I realised that yeah, no, we haven't received that money yet. Okay. But it is definitely in the post, and she was probably thought we had received. Okay, it. all right. Let's uh, talk to Jackie McKenna, who's project manager with uh, the Family Addiction Support Network. Uh, it was recommended uh, that your service would be funded. Uh, I see Vivian Guerin, who wrote uh, the original report, report eight months ago, has told the Irish Examiner that he's very disappointed that you've received nothing. Yeah. Uh, good morning and thanks a million, Michael, for giving us the opportunity to highlight uh, the, the plight of community-based drug and family support uh, projects in the region. Uh, and indeed, across all of Ireland, um, they are totally under-resourced and overworked. <clears throat> good morning, Louise, and best of luck and well done. I really hope that it works out well for you. In a oh, timely right, fashion, and I really, I, uh, yeah, I think your service is absolutely amaz- amazing, and I'm just so disappointed that you haven't been supported in 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 the way you should be. Um, I'm, I just, I actually, I can't believe the way things. Are. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and don't it, think anyone can believe it. Um, that's why I got really frustrated mm-hmm. listening to the show and hearing all about the implementation plan and the great uh, plans that's for funding and all of the rest. Um, uh, when demands have increased, you know, uh, on services, including our own, we grown number of people looking for support um, all around the region because uh, 
say, for instance, the Drada Family Support Group has uh, increased in size. Uh, there's a growing number of people that's looking for support and um, also in the Cavan area. And it's the expansion of those peer-led family support groups that's happening. People looking for support, looking for help. Um, uh, also, the counselling and five-step brief interventions have also taken off big time in the Drogheda area, provided by Fossen and um, in Cavan area as well. So everywhere across the region where we have peer-led family support groups, uh, there is um, little uh, shoots that's needed and that's going to grow everywhere. So funding for projects like this is going to be essential for um, families to be supported. So uh, last Friday, I received an email from the HSC stating that there was no additional funding for Fossen, even though we've had meetings with them in March and April with a commitment to get the part funding. Okay, and a full commitment to accessing 100% of this funding and to to keep delivering the services that have been delivered over not one county, four counties. Mm. And that total is 138,000. Family Support Network for funding to secure the future of the Family Support Network. Um, and I understand that the government and the HSE, you know, have the hardest uphill struggle. They have ever faced due to COVID and everything. And unfortunately, Boston over the last two years have ended up at the bottom of the never priority list. So, um, yeah, it was uh, our plight over the last couple of years in particular has been documented in the Irish examiner uh, last Saturday. We felt it necessary to bring it to light after believing that funding was approved and to receive the following email when inquiring about the status of our funding situation. We do not have any additional funding at this stage and cannot give you any update. Um, it's just what's your future uh, under that circumstance? What's your future? Our future is that we're going to have to uh, close our doors unless we get funding. Uh, it makes this project unsustainable. And um, uh, our fundraising efforts that was keeping us going to pay overheads and do extra things that we needed to do uh, has been wiped out. Um, if Austin collapses and we must go, well, I want to know where will family members go for help? You know, because yeah. services like Louise's providing services, limited services for family members are overrun, underpaid, uh, and won't, can't do it. Uh, agencies that we work with were still... Yeah, we rely, we drive very heavily on, on the Family Support Network, and uh, Michael, like, mm-hmm. like we work with over teams and mostly it's, it's, it's people who are, you know, in addiction. And we try our best to support the, the families as best we can, but we need to be able to, you know, move them on to work with a very specific yeah. um, expertise. And, you know, we, we can do a little bit of that, but this is, this is Jackie's, that's their expertise and that's what we need. We need that level of support. We have an Andrada. Like we, we've always referred on to, to Fasten and if they're gone, mm. 
Yeah. No, we, it's, it's a whole, it's not just one person. It's the whole family. It's the community. It's society. It's, 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 it's half, you cannot take one individual, support that person, try and support them to change. And then they're moving back and they're around the family who, who need to support to change and support that person. It's a very, very intricate piece. It's very complex. Yeah. You know, and well, I always felt it's 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 the whole family and it's the whole it's the whole community, you know, and, and you have to try and reduce harm to that whole system. And that's Absolutely. where Jackie's people come in. Absolutely. Like and it's a hand in hand approach. And this is where we've got big huge gaps. We don't have a contingent, we don't have a progression, and there is your problem. Yeah. Straight away. And now we're talking about a system like Fasten, who is long established, who knows that knows how to move forward, how to work. Mm. And, you know, and this is where they're at. Yeah. Begging for money. Begging for money. Yeah. Well, sorry, Louise, the, I just want to get sorry. The money was promised, but, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sure. This is it. I in there and say that if this, uh, if Fossil collapses, right, mm. we have been handing the government a very cost-effective um, model of working with families on the plate yeah. across four counties. If this collapses, the government will then have to start from scratch, as Louise said, and fill that gap. Because your your your, your, your your service, as you've been providing it, uh, could continue to some uh, extent with uh, the voluntary aspect of it. But what was needed was to bolster it. Uh, and what uh, this uh, stemmed from was the sheer despair that all of the people living in this community, and, and I mean that in a regional sense, had felt uh, as a result of uh, the situation uh, that had come about uh, because of this ongoing problem with drugs not just mm-hmm. the killings or, or uh, the mutilations or yeah. the, 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 the houses being set on fire or any of that stuff but the lost lives and the lost opportunities and uh, the people walking broken down our streets like corpses and broken families yeah. and all of that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, people it said enough is enough up. and it got to a point then where uh, people said to their local representatives, it has to stop, it has to change. Uh, And I have a feeling, and I hope I am wrong, uh, but I have the suspicion that there's a lot of plumossing going on uh, and a lot of it appeasing by being seen to do something uh, when nothing really is happening. Because this report was published and it said all of the right things and there was great hope and expectation as a result of it. But what did happen after that? Very little. Uh, Seven months after the report was published, an implementation report was published, but no money came with it. €100,000 out of dormant funds, which meant that there was no ongoing funding. That was a a one-off amount that was available to implementing this project. But there was no new services to speak of. In fact, we're hearing now that your services are, are not uh, going to be funded. Uh, there's a lot of aspiration. They were talking about engaging with this, exploring that, evaluating this, reviewing other things, but nothing tangible that would say to people, this is the beginning of the end. There was nothing that would say to you, they're going to get onto the streets, they're going to get into the young people's heads, they're going to find out what the young people are thinking, they're going to relate to that, and they're going to find out what would make them change the direction that so many young people have been taking at this stage. That's right, and um, Michael... That's the other thing, right? Uh, that's what frustrates me even further is that conversation with public representatives and agencies always seem to revolve around young people and drug gangs. Families are rarely acknowledged or supported as people needing access to support or services to help heal that trauma of living and coping with those addictions. Families seem to be invisible. And in 2019, we uh, fastened 
um, commissioned a research report uh, and that shows the harm caused to families living with a loved one's addiction. Worry and psychological stress leading to health. Mm. Exposure to threats and violence associated with drug deaths. The financial of directly or indirectly supporting drug use. Mm. The strain on family relationships. The violence. Isolation in, within the community and the loss of social life and the judgments within communities and services. Put ourselves into any one of those situations. You can imagine the chaos that you'd be living with. Mm. And as well as that, each and every one of us are now parenting in the drug age, in the drug culture. It is not going away. We need to put it on everybody's lips out there because mm. that's what we're all living in. And we need to break down that that's attached mm. to drug users and their families. The, the person uh, who's uh, been given the job uh, to implement this uh, is a man called Michael Kyo, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about Michael Kyo. Uh, I couldn't say anything good or bad about him. Uh, I'm told he was born in Drogheda, which apparently is a great advantage, that he was a civil servant, which I don't know what a bearing that has or what understanding that gives that uh, somebody of that. Uh, but what worries me most uh, is that we don't know anything about him. Uh, where is he? Why hasn't he been speaking? This is such a big, huge issue to all of the people listening to us today who have never heard from Michael Kyo, certainly not on this programme, and I don't know if he's spoken publicly anywhere since he was given this role as chair of uh, the Implementation Board. Should there not be uh, an effort by this person to reach out to the community? Because this is something that is happening before people start taking drugs. Absolutely, and I think that that relationship to be out there with the community and voluntary sector in particular, because as far as I can see, um, that there is no community or voluntary representative uh, represented either of the two main mm. implementation bodies. And uh, uh, we really need to be engaging with each other and we need, the community and voluntary sector need to be listened to um, and represented on the decision-making boards. Mm. So not either of those two uh, top bodies, um, I think the drug of safety and well-being and uh, the uh, and then the the other one is cementation board. I think mm. um, the only the only time that the community inventory set is, comes into it is in the subgroups where they're asked for information, but they're not on the decision making bodies. And those groups haven't been established yet. Yeah, we're, 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 like this is still rambling or rumbling along. Uh, how much money is needed? I mean, we're eight months after the report, which um, I can't remember um, exactly when Kim Ray Woods was. Uh, January, I think. Was it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's early January. I think I I I I hope like it, things are rumbling along, and I mean it, things always take a long, long time. I'm not I'm not making mm. excuses. I'm not being pragmatic. That's how mm. it works. I'm in this area a long time. Michael, Jackie, you both know things take a lot of time. Mm. Especially when you've got, I don't know how many different departments are now deciding who's taken what, probably arguing over who's taken what mm. going forward, especially if they're going to um, nail a particular amount of money year on year to the mm. math. But I just think where I just feel, I suppose, I, I, I am being pragmatic because I mm. really feel this is the first time in a very long time the eye is on Drogheda. Mm. Think, okay, the implementation plan, I thought it was 
brilliant and I was mm-hmm. very excited and then I kind of thought okay look well, let's see and okay things aren't moving as fast as talk I'd like it. or anything like it talk but is we, cheap and there's no money with this no exactly yeah. but we mm-hmm. are we are putting three people in position in the next yeah. few in yeah. the next few weeks and mm-hmm. that's brilliant for us that's the first time now for okay, as, for as long the, as you have the funding yeah. to employ them yeah, exactly and you see this mm-hmm. is a, one of two of them are only very short time funded yeah. just to get mm-hmm. it but exactly that but look I'm going to, I mean to make a a really good shot at proving that this is, you know, the way we're going to go and push it forward as best we can. Because I'm, I think I feel that I felt almost buckled under how things have been for the last while, and I have to take the positivity out of this. Mm. Jackie is in a very, very different position. Very different. I, yeah. I, really different, and I am just, mm. I'm so destroyed the fashion they're going through because they are a fantastic mm. service. We really need them. We, we really need them at the table. But I think we need to make absolutely sure that when that implementation, when they get them people around the table, that we are at that table. I am going to make um, sure I'm at that table. Okay. And that the community and voluntary are represented and that the voice of addiction is at that table loud and clear. And it's not going to be just a statutory. Absolutely no way. Jackie... Jackie, sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm just, I'm way over time. Jackie, sorry. Oh, sorry. If I, if, not at all, it's just the nature of it. Uh, Jackie, yeah. uh, if I could conclude with yourself, if uh, the if there is a solution for you uh, in uh, the budget in October, uh, what would that mean in pounds, shillings and pence? How much would you need on an annual basis? Well, as we've been saying for the last four years, in meetings with the HSC, we're unsustainable. And year on year, we've been given 7,508 we need 138,000, as we have said at the beginning of the year, to the HSE to continue the level, delivering the level of services that we've been delivering. 138,000, Michael, is a very... Cons- yeah. Oh, I think the line dropped out. I'm sorry, but I think we have the point. 138,000. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's oh, a very, very small amount of money. Yeah, yeah. It would cost them over two million to put in a premises, uh, develop infrastructure within that, training, IT, and building up relationships with uh, family support and agencies all over the mm. counties. Yeah. Um, that takes years to do. Oh, yeah. So mm. we are handing them a very cost-effective model that can be replicated yeah. anywhere okay. across the country. Listen. And again, like that, it's not just in Jahada. It's right across the northeast. It's mm-hmm. right across every county oh, in we, Ireland. We, so. all, we all know that, yeah. Jackie. All right, yeah. listen, I have run out of time. I have to leave there. I'm so sorry to cut our conversation short, uh, but we're you, actually Michael. over time. But thank you both uh, indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Uh, that's uh, Jackie McKenna, who's project manager with uh, the Family Addiction Support Network. We were also talking to Louise Mahoney, who's manager of the Red Door Project. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.